Matchups this week is the renewal of the Mohawk Bowl rivalry between Morgantown and U- ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. All right, it is time to go Thursday, October 28th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling us on the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. The text line, I'm going to open that up for you as well. 304 523 2275-304-523-2275. We got a lot to get into today. Yesterday, I told you. The day before, I told you. I told you last week as well. Marshall's new president, Brad Smith. So you've got a hometown kid coming back to take over as the president of Marshall University. And we find out today that Jerome Gilbert is going to step down in December because he is going to allow Brad to take the job early. He's going to be sticking around. His contract's going to run up. He'll be part of the transition team helping out here. So, I mean, this is what it looks like when you have one guy stepping down, leaving a job, helping the next guy. So this is this is good from that standpoint. I think we all can agree that Jerome Gilbert has been great for Marshall University, and it's a shame to see him go. I think that's completely fair. He has done a tremendous job at Marshall University. I hate seeing the guy go. Now, what does that mean for Brad Smith? Well, he spoke today. He was very energetic. He's enthused. He wants to take Marshall to new places. He wants to make Marshall a very nimble university, able to respond, able to take some risk, make some bold steps, you know. All the things that are great in a speech, but now you need to see it in action. So with that said, congratulations to Brad Smith. He is the 38th president of Marshall University. And, of course, that's important to us because now he's going to have to have his time to put together the right people. He wants the right people in the room. He wants the right people in the room to make the decision about what we are concerned about most on this program today, and that's where Marshall's going to be in the future for athletic competition. Is it going to be the Sun Belt? Is it going to be the Mid-American Conference? That's been thrown out there. I'm not leaning towards that. Is it a new fancy, new Conference USA? What is the possibility there? Could Conference USA go out and recruit some membership? Talk Liberty into it? Could Liberty maybe finally say, yeah, we're going to do that. Maybe you go after a JMU, which I don't know if you're going to be able to pull that off, especially with the Sun Belt looking really attractive there. It's a possibility, but I I don't see Marshall staying in this league. But again, I'm not the decision maker here. I'm not the one that's going to be looking over all the pros and cons. And we heard earlier today, if you were not up listening to the Board of Governors meeting, Jeff O'Malley, who I have said in the past, and I'm going to stick to this, and nothing has changed for me, but whatever decision Jeff O'Malley comes to as far as the athletic director, whatever he is leaning toward, whatever he thinks is best for Marshall University, I'm all for 
if Jeff O'Malley says the best place for Marshall University Athletics will be the Mid-American Conference, which I'm not saying he's implying that or saying that or thinking about that. I'm just saying, if that's what comes back from Jeff O'Malley, hey, look, this is where we need to be. We need to go back to the MAC, And Western Kentucky can come with us. Okay. All right, let's do it. I'm here for it. If he says that, he has good reason, and I'm going to trust that guy. With that said, I don't know what he's thinking right now, what his thought processes are, what his information looks like, what his data looks like. I don't know. I mean, does he have a one sheet with all the pros and cons? Does he have a, a binder full of information? What are the conversations like he's having with people? And he has the report, of course, to the Board of Governors. And today he says, we have made no decision about what conference we are going to go in. Whether it will stay in Conference USA or go into another conference. He said that they're gathering information. He's shared that information with the president. And, of course, also he has shared that information with the uh, chairman of the Board of Governors. And that's Patrick Farrell. So he says all this. And he also points out today, there was a report in the Herald-Dispatch. Sources indicating that a move to the Sun Belt would be imminent. So there's a report about an imminent move. O'Malley comes out and basically says, look, no, that's that's false. What was it, blatantly false, I believe? Blatantly false. Now, could it be the wording? Maybe the move's not imminent. Could it be... We're close, but not exactly happening yet. I don't know what exactly could happen here, but there are so many reports coming out. I guess you have to answer the question. And look, no, we're not. We're not moving. We haven't made that decision yet. You got to put that out there. Now, as a fan base, does that make you a little uneasy? Does that make you feel like okay, don't mess this up. Don't don't mess this up. Are you feeling that right now? I mean, I trust the guy. I trust Jeff O'Malley as the athletic director. He doesn't need my support. He doesn't need me patting him on the back and saying, hey, you're doing a good job. Jeff doesn't need that. Jeff's doing fine without me. But I trust that guy. I do. I think he's doing a good job. Putting in a position to shepherd the university best he could. Shepherd the university to a a position of staying on top of everything, moving forward at the same time, and possibly making sure that the next athletic director doesn't have a problem. All in the middle of still a pandemic with COVID, you got to jump through hoops, you got to do all this, and attendance is, is shrinking across the country for many universities, not just a Marshall issue. And you have all of these things that are happening, and he's got to do the job. And he's done the job. You've got a baseball park you got to contend with. You've you got to worry about trying to shepherd this university for the next 10, 15, 20 years, whatever conference it may be. You've got all of that on his plate. And I think he's, I think he's the right guy for it right now. I don't, I don't see anybody else that could come in and do any better of a job. So Jeff O'Malley gets my vote of confidence. He, I, he didn't ask for it. I'm not getting anything out of this. He's not going to call me up tomorrow and say, hey, thanks, Paul. Appreciate that. 
He doesn't have to. I trust the guy. Now, you have the announcement today. You have the presentation. Brad Smith comes out, says a lot of nice things. And he was asked about conference affiliation. And the Herald-Dispatch doing a fantastic job today covering this on Twitter. He said a lot of conferences would love to have us, referring to Marshall, join their conference or stay in their conference. What really gives him courage, he said, Marshall has a strong process that has been in place. He said that they have clear options, clear criteria. They have the data to make the decision. They're ready to make that decision. I mean, this is Brad Smith. So it's not as if he's coming into this cold. I would gather he's, he's aware of what's going on. He has an idea. Jeff O'Malley is going to be meeting with him tomorrow, the athletic director, the interim athletic director, to talk about this, to give him his information, talk about what's good, what's not so good, benefits, cons, everything. Because there's still a lot of answered or unanswered questions. There's still a lot of unanswered questions here. Where's soccer going to go, for one thing? Well, we've heard comments and we've seen things about maybe Sunbelt's going to expand, offer, sponsor soccer. So the Sunbelt could sponsor soccer, and then that that solves that problem right there because Marshall could play in the Sunbelt. Marshall would definitely have, I'm sure, West Virginia as an associate member. You would have Kentucky as an associate member. You would have South Carolina as an associate member. I think FIU would need to go somewhere. So FIU would be a fine associate member into Conference USA. You could have some teams in the Sun Belt fill this thing out. You'd have a good league, I I think. You'd have a good league. Is that fair to say? I think so. So that's a question. That's got to be answered. You can't – and I get it. I want this decision to happen now. I want this to happen sooner than later because I want to just go. Let's move forward. Here we go. Let's make this happen. But – I'm not the president of a university. I'm not the athletic director of a university. Uh, there are people that I don't have to answer to in that regard. I can just come out here and say, this is what I think. Got to answer to some people, right? You got money that's involved. I'm not handling the money. I'm not writing the checks. And I'm sure that there are some that might want to, and I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. But I'm sure there are some that would want to maybe look at other conferences like the Mid-American Conference. That's fine. Look at your options. I'm sure there are some that would say, look, stick it out in Conference USA for a little bit. Get all that money. Get all that exit money. And then blow this pop stand. I'm sure there are some saying that as well, right? I'm sure there are some that are saying, no, let's get into Sunbelt, let's do it now. Let's, let's make that decision and, and, and pull the trigger and let's go. I'm sure you have people in all camps. Stick it out in Conference USA. Get some cash out of this deal here with everyone leaving. All this exit money, get, get, your, get your share of that. And then once you've collected some nice fat checks, maybe you dissolve this thing with the other schools and, and everybody goes about their merry little way. Maybe would the Mid-American Conference want Marshall back? Would the Mid-American Conference approach Marshall and say, look, we'd like to have you back. It it worked out the last time you were in. And then you bring in another member like a Western Kentucky. Fill it out. Marshall would have its rival 
Western Kentucky would make sense from a geographical standpoint inside of the Mid-American Conference's sort of footprint. It wouldn't be too far out. Be making trips to Ohio a lot. You charter to Buffalo. You're fine. You'd be good there. You charter to Buffalo. Everything else is good. All right. You've heard me talk. Where are you on this? Text line is open, and I'm asking you today, if you're going to do it today, hit the text line today. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. When we continue, I'm going to focus a little bit on Marshall taking on FIU. I've got Coach Huff comments previewing the matchup. We're going to do that. We'll get your text in, find out where you're at on this all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Our text line is open, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a minute, kind of get a look at the actual game itself. I, I know with everything that has gone on, we haven't talked too much about the game itself. Marshall taking on FIU, that is coming up. Uh, Saturday, Jones C. Edwards Stadium. I'm going to be on Thunder Street. Haven't been out there in a, in a bit, it feels like. So we'll be out there. Hopefully we can get the new president to join us on Thunder Street on the stage. We're going to put our best people on that. Of course, if you are just joining us, Marshall University making the announcement today that Brad Smith will be the 38th president of Marshall University. And so the process will begin to transition him into that leadership role at the same time. The process continues and will include his input now on Marshall's conference affiliation, whether it will be the Sun Belt Conference USA or any other conferences out there. You know, my my three, MAC, Sun Belt, Conference USA, those are the three I'm sure that are primarily interested in Marshall's membership. Uh, Texter writes, I prefer the option laid out by former athletic director Lee Moon, but I think that's wishful thinking. Therefore, we only have one viable realistic option, and that is to go sunbelt and go as fast as possible and try to bring Liberty, James Madison, and Western Kentucky with you, possible. You got two already with Old Dominion and Southern Miss. So I would think if Marshall is the third option from Conference USA or the third team, it would be Marshall. I don't know if Western Kentucky and that administration can get over the perceived bad blood or the bad split between Western Kentucky and the Sun Belt all those years ago. I'll say this, and I don't mean this as me being preachy because I have not exactly done my best either, but you try not to burn those bridges because you might have to walk across that bridge again one day in life. So Try not to burn your bridges. That is my TED Talk. Thanks for tuning in. No, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky would be a viable option if there was less bad blood, I'm sure. I hate to say that, but you want to work with universities and institutions. And if you have a, a bad 
bad breakup. You're not really wanting to work with those institutions because of perceived comments or slights or just animosity. It's not going to work if you try to bring them back in. So I don't know if Western Kentucky, if that's possible. Marshall, I don't think there would be any uh, animosity with the remaining schools of Conference USA. I don't think that at this point Marshall's trying to stick it to the conference. Marshall's trying to put itself in a position to be in the best position possible for the athletic program. Honestly, I still like the MAC. I'm not saying Marshall should go and, and get back in the MAC, but I like the MAC. I thought Marshall and the MAC it was a good fit, but I understood why you wanted to make that change at the time. The problem is the bill of goods. Yeah, the you look at the invoice here. You look at this here. Here's Cincinnati. Here's here's Louisville. Oh yeah, you get to play these schools. That'd be great. No. Conference USA, not the product that it was uh, pitched to everyone years and years ago. All right, with that said, let me get the text line for you again. It's 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. That is the number to be with us on the program. Uh, Texter writes, I think with the new president's vision, Marshall is going to the Sun Belt. Backup option is the MAC. Staying Conference USA, last resort. So last resort here is Conference USA sticking around, cashing in, getting all that exit money. I mean, how much money are we really talking about here? In the grand scheme of things, when you're a university like Marshall, of course, every dollar counts. But in the grand scheme of things here, is it going to be that much of a windfall? Will all of that cash coming in, is it going to be that much of a, of a windfall to the coffers? It might help pay for a few things. Baseball. And that's another story altogether. We'll try to get into that later. But is the better option making the move now, not getting left behind? Is that the option? I think that is. I mean, what do I know? What do I know? I mean... Maybe it's better to stick around, cash in, or you look at the Mid-American Conference. I think the Sun Belt's where most people are leaning. I'm hoping most administrators, most members of the Board of Governors, fans seem to be leaning towards the Sun Belt. I, I just feel that that is the better option. That's the best play. And, of course, I'm not in those meetings. I'm not privy to all the conversations I'm not the one who's going to be have to make that decision based on the information at hand, which is definitely different information than I have right now. Let's get some Coach Huff comments. I've been talking about football, but we haven't really talked about football. So let me get you caught up on football this week. Marshall this week getting set for FIU. And FIU, we talked to A.J. Ricketts yesterday, voice of the FIU Panthers, and we're both in agreement that this is a better team than the record indicates. And, of course, you look at the record, you think, oh, this is a terrible team. Maybe not so much. And that was the conclusion when I asked Coach Huff about the record as well. What do you think about this team? They're coming in. If you look at the record, maybe not such a good team, but definitely better than what the wins and losses are telling you. And he concurred. Yeah, the, the one thing that I've learned um, in this conference, especially and really all over college football, 
the, the record is, is not an indication of, you know, the team that's going to hit the field. Um, and, and this is another week, and, you know, you say it every week, but this is another week of a team's record who's not indicative of the, the talent that they have on the team, how close they are in games. Um, it's, it's kind of the same story that, that's, you know, that we've told about ourselves, you know, a player two here, a turnover less here, um, a missed tackle there, and, and it changes the dynamic of not only a game but a season. So He's got a point. You miss a tackle here, you turn the ball over there, all of a sudden your record's a little bit different. I think that's a fair statement. He understands that wholeheartedly. So let's kind of get a breakdown of what he thinks about the FIU offense. What do they do? He talked about them being explosive. They like to throw the ball. Deep ball, big backs, their power running, they run downhill. Here's his thoughts on what that offense is all about. Um, offensively, really explosive. Um, they, they, they make a lot of big plays down the field. I think their quarterback does a really good job of throwing the deep ball. Um, you can tell he understands the system. He uh, distributes the ball where it needs to go. Um, they've got two really big backs that do a really good job of running downhill with power. Um, you know, they, they've got enough speed to break the long ones. So watch out. They can break a long one. Speaking of breaking plays, Marshall's been pretty solid on defense as of late. What does FIU look like? You look at them on defense, first thing comes to mind for Coach Huff, is there a sound team? He breaks it down further. Defensively, they're really sound. Um, they do a really good job up front. Um, you know, from the linebacker perspective to the safety perspective, they really force you to distribute the ball in the pass game in the right areas. Um, and they force you to actually do a really good job of comboing in your, in your run game because they are a good job of getting off blocks. So, sound defense. He's, he's pretty impressed with them. He even mentioned special teams. And the one thing that stood out to him that I picked away from this was that this is a team on special teams very capable of flipping the field. Special teams-wise, they've got a really good punter. Um, he's really flipping the field for them, which is allowing them. They've got good team speed which allowed them to get out and cover, which is putting some offenses in some really tough predicaments field position-wise. So they flip the field. They make it more difficult for the opposition to get good field position. Sounds like they're a pretty good team, of course. You know, you're not going to hear Coach come out and just say, look, they're a terrible team. That's never going to happen. But at the same time, it feels like, one, he's had some extra time to do his due diligence, and two, that – this will be a team that will come in, offer a challenge. Do I think Marshall's going to win? I think Marshall's going to win. Will I think FIU going to make it easy? No, they're not going to make it easy. But this will be, I think, a challenging game. And, and really, Coach Huff talked about a couple of challenges that he's got to deal with this week. The challenge for this week, it's FIU. Also, the challenge here is to not lose to not only FIU, but not lose the off week, and I'll let him explain. Another phenomenal challenge for us, um, not only playing FIU, but coming off the bye week, you know, are we a mature enough team to continue um, progressing, or are we satisfied? That's what I asked the team, you know, in, in the meeting. Are we satisfied with, you know, we, we came back, you know, in the ODU game, and, you know, we played well at North Texas. Are we satisfied? Or are we continuing to use – um, the experiences of the three. I mean, we talk about the three in our, our building all the time. The three games that we went in that locker room and we did not get the result that we wanted. And, and can that feeling motivate us to do the things we need to do to get the results we want this week? 
It's the only week that matters. Um, FIU is going to present a tremendous challenge. Uh, we got them home. You know, hopefully the Joan uh, will, will be rocking. I can't wait to see the student section again. Uh, we haven't been home for a while, um, seems like. Uh, but it's going to be a tremendous challenge. And are we mature enough to continue to progress? That's Coach Huff. That was just one question I asked him. He gave me all of that. So, Coach Huff, talking about FIU this week. We'll get some of your texts in when we continue. I want to open those up again for you. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. I've got one texter that asks the question, where does the Sun Belt Conference play their conference basketball tournament? He also, or she, I'm sorry, the texter added, please say it's not Texas. Uh, it's uh, Hartzell Arena, Pensacola State College. I'm sure that venue will be fine. I'm sure a new venue will come up here as this expansion continues. I think the Sun Belt could have uh, potential to be a, a, an okay, a good basketball conference. Marshall's going to help with that. I think Old Dominion's going to help with that. Southern Miss, again, that's a program that when it's good, both in football and basketball, the league it's in is better. I, I truly believe that. Southern Miss being good means your conference is going to be good. You've got a school there you can really you know, be proud of. Banner waiver, maybe. So, don't worry. No Texas. I'm sure that interim athletic director Jeff O'Malley or, or whomever as the athletic director in the future will have something to say about that. No Texas, please. Basketball. I would think that a tournament, wherever it would be, would be somewhere that the schools and membership fan bases can get to a little easier. You're looking to maintain your geographic integrity. And you're starting to add some some teams to your northern half that will complement Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, you're starting to um, reconfigure your South or your, I don't want to say your Texas-ish schools and your, your Southern schools. So you want to try to work it out where those schools have a lot more integrity as well. And really, the North-South crossover matches won't be so terrible as far as travel is concerned. I mean, there are some places you're going to bust and there's going to be some places that you fly to. Plain and simple. It's just... It's the challenge of travel here. But I would think basketball, tournament-wise, I would hope that there would be a venue somewhere inside of the Conference USA footprint. Check that. Sunbelt footprint. Marshall's not left Conference USA just yet. I'm still hanging on. I'm sorry. I'm sure that there is a venue somewhere in the Sunbelt footprint that you can really look at and say this would be a great venue for a basketball tournament. Whatever the case may be, it's not a done deal just yet. I don't want I don't want athletic director Jeff O'Malley calling me out in public. I want to stay on his good side, so I'm not going to declare anything just yet. All right, we'll continue with your texts. You can do so, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. That's the text line open up this hour. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. 
I've opened up the text line for you this hour at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Welcome to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Kind of busy day, haven't we? New president named at Marshall University. Congratulations to Brad Smith being named the 38th president of Marshall University. No definitive answer, yes or no, whether Marshall will be staying or going in Conference USA or another direction for the athletic department and its its teams. We, we get that information today. Basically, it's not a done deal. We haven't decided. Nothing is imminent. Also, in the meeting earlier today, earlier this morning, it feels like Baseball is going to happen sooner than later, and it might be because of a, a different location. It, it looks like, and again, it's not official until it's official, and it's it's not official until ground is being broken and I see construction beginning. But with uh, the baseball park, you got to get this thing built sooner than later. And it's on a timetable. And there's maybe a change in plans because originally I remember the plans coming out a lot of studies that there would be Marshall baseball, a facility right next to the softball field that that was part of the, the, the grand plan, the, the blueprint here. And so it gets moved a little bit and now it could go back. It could be right near softball at, and I always thought that there was this grander plan to maybe redesign that area, reclaim that area, get some of that property, hotel over there, mixed use. There, there's a whole plan here. And I think maybe that game plan is being pulled back out of the desk drawer a little bit to get this thing done because you're going to have to deal with a lot of site work, and that's going to cost money, and there's a whole lot of issues that go into that. Of course, COVID happens, and that really punches everything in the mouth. So here we are, and if I heard him correctly, it would be in that area. Jeff O'Malley is referring to. Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley talking about having the um, the ballpark in a different location, which – I'm good with if it fits in. It makes a lot of sense, I think. You would want to have it, I would think, close to campus. And the site that you have selected would be close to campus. But I mean, wouldn't it be great if you had campus, at least an almost self-contained athletic park incorporated? And then again, it's been so long, wherever – the ballpark ends up being I'm happy with because it'll just mean it's a ballpark finally. But I think that would be great to see that. I know there's been push to maybe get a new arena as well. Eventually might have to be a a city university joint project. I I don't know. You've got a new president. President might have his own priorities, his own method of doing things, his own layout of how things should progress as far as the athletic department is concerned. And of course, you're going to hire a new athletic director, be it the one you have as the interim, or you're going to have a different candidate altogether. There's um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered as far as where this ballpark is going to go. And of course, uh, it was the Brownfields Initiative Zone. Yeah, that's it. I was doing a quick Google search here for that as well. And I remember 
the plan being having it near softball because you need to, if you're Huntington, really clean up your riverfront. Make that, make that riverfront viable, valuable property all along the riverfront, not just the part you have now for Harris Riverfront Park, but need to make that viable, and a baseball park could definitely be part of that. You could have a nice river view Sitting in the new ballpark, nice river view of the Ohio. I mean, that would be pretty pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at some other venues, and they have they have the space, of course. They're not landlocked. They have the space, and, and you have beautiful views. And, of course, that's, that's secondary to the fact that you're just trying to build a baseball park. But wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, revitalize that area a little bit. So, interesting there. That kind of slipped a little bit. Baseball's on the clock. Got to get that built. I would think that would be a priority, of course. Also, you want to have good baseball. You're going to be in the Sun Belt if you're going to be in the Sun Belt. Let me correct myself. If you're going to be in the Sun Belt, you definitely want to make sure that you have good baseball facilities because it's going to be different to be in the Sun Belt compared to Conference USA. Conference USA, solid baseball league. Rice. Anytime you're in a baseball league with Rice, you're going to be a lot better. And now the Americans going to have really good baseball because Rice is going to be in it. And let me tell you right now, baseball for a lot of these leagues, higher priority. I know it's Southern Miss. It's what, football, baseball, and uh, baseball season? Is it spring ball? Is it preseason? Baseball, football, back to baseball? I, I think that was sort of the feeling with Southern Miss, and you kind of want that as well for Marshall. So that got – I don't think it got swept under the rug a little bit. That came out as well, but we're all focusing on, of course, the addition of the president's office, the new hire, Brad Smith, and then Dr. Gilbert saying that he's going to be stepping down a little sooner and put himself in more of a transitional role to help get the new president – up to speed into the position and be able to take over and have a, a smooth transition. I mean, again, that's um, that's awful, awful big of Jerome Gilbert to be the person to make that type of gesture. So we'll find out. And we'll see how this goes. I mean, maybe this will be a sooner than later vote. I don't know. Again, you have options, apparently, it seems. You know, Conference USA would like Marshall to stay. I don't know what kind of foundation you can build with what's left of Conference USA. I'm not saying the MAC is, uh, is not on the table. I'd, I have taken it off the table if I had a vote. And, of course, you've got the Sun Belt. And you could look at this from many ways. Maybe you join a league like the Mid-American Conference again. You feel that you bring in a team like Western Kentucky as well. If you're Marshall, maybe there's some conversations going on there, and you help bolster that league a little bit better. You get into a Sun Belt situation. Sun Belt maybe has to have soccer to to help you out there, and, and maybe it will look at that as Marshall has uh, the pedigree now as a, a national champion. You bring that institution into your league if you're the Sun Belt, and you don't have a place for soccer. Well, you make a place, right? That's kind of the feeling I'm, I'm, I'm getting that maybe that's just making sure everything is in place before you do this. And, of course, I don't know. Marshall could just decide, look, we're going to stick around as an institution. Marshall's going to stick around, take all the cash, and then figure it out later. 
I hope that's not the case. I, I, I think it's figured out. Go to the Sun Belt. We'll wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Don't forget, if you can't listen to the show live, I've got options for you. Of course, you can go to our website. We've got everything embedded right there. You can get the latest episode, play it there, wrbc.com, or you can just have it delivered to you. That's the easiest way. So if you've got Spotify, you've got Apple Podcasts, if you have got many of those podcasting apps that catch podcasts you can do it that way wherever your service is wherever you get your podcast basically you can find the drive with paul swan also if you are on facebook and let me talk about that for a second if you're on facebook soon to be known as i believe meta is that really what they're going with meta so if you're on facebook slash meta and if you like the show page yeah we have a drive with paul swan show page you can, on your mobile device, at least right now, you can get the latest episode by being a follower of our page. So if you're a follower, as soon as the episode's posted and it makes its way to Facebook, soon to be known as Meta, you can listen to it right there from your app. So if you're up on Facebook, you get a notification that there is a new episode, or you can go to the show page. Again, it's on it's on the mobile app right now. It's not on the desktop yet, but still a great way to catch the show, listen to it if you're on Facebook a lot, which a lot of you are. So there you go. New ways to listen to the show, and I appreciate everyone who does that today. We've had a pretty busy week so far, haven't we? And then tomorrow, it's going to be high school football. Don't have Huntington High. Huntington High is off tomorrow, so I won't have Andrew Rogers and Woody Woodrum. But we've got Spring Valley and Martinsburg. Matt Perry is coming on the program tomorrow. Definitely going to have a lot to say to him about a matchup that if Spring Valley can win, Spring Valley will get a lot of points off that. Make sure that with those points, it's going to be home for at least a couple rounds of the playoffs. That's the important thing there. You don't want to be on the road. You want to make sure you're home, not on the road, for the playoffs. Especially if you're a school that has to make that trip to Martinsburg. You don't want to be one of those schools. So Huntington High needs to win out so it can maintain home field throughout the playoffs. If you're not one, you want to be two, right? If you're not one, you want to be on the other side of the bracket, whatever the case may be. You want to be home for the entirety of the playoffs. Cabell Midland's right close there as well. So if Huntington High would falter, maybe Cabell Midland can uh, move up a little bit. We'll talk about all of that coming up tomorrow. We'll also update you on the latest, if there is a latest, on what's happening with conference realignment. As we've told you, uh, it is, um, it's going to move at its own pace Tomorrow will be another opportunity to find out what the administration is looking into doing. Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley, I have faith in what he is putting together. He'll meet with the 38th president of Marshall University, named today Brad Smith, to discuss what the pros and cons of this move will be. And we'll go from there. 
All right, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, again, you can find us on Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. You can get the podcast there on the mobile app. Wherever you get your podcast, you're going to find it, and I do appreciate it. And if you want to make it easy, when you do find the the podcast, just follow. Be one of our followers, if you would. That would really help out, and it'll make it easy for you. So if you ever miss an episode of the show, you'll catch it easily. It'll be delivered to you. You can listen to it whenever you want to. I do appreciate it when you do listen, wherever you listen. That's going to do it for this edition of Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.